Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the 1% Better Podcast with your host, Rob O'Donoghue. Hello there. How you doing? How is your day going so far? I hope this uh, next 20 minutes or so of this podcast will help not only your day, but potentially your your life take on more clarity. Uh, welcome to the 1% Better Podcast. This is the second of two solo-ish shows I've put out over the Christmas period of 2018. You could be listening to it then, you could be listening to it anytime, but uh, just for context, that's when it's going out. And this one is in relation to values, your core values. So a few years ago, this was a question that I really took head on and start to figure out for myself. Uh, I had always this sense that this was something I really wanted to get to the bottom of and really get a good understanding of because it would give me a, a sense of purpose or direction and certainly that has been the case. I created this podcast earlier in the year and I put it on Patreon uh, which I haven't really used that much for the year so I said over Christmas now I'll put it out on the 1% Better channel so that folks can hear it. I do a bit of coaching from time to time and this is a, a topic that comes up a lot and I feel when when you do work on this and it doesn't happen overnight it takes a bit of time certainly uh, it can take a lot of time to really identify what they are and what they mean to you and then how you can use them in decision making going forward the whole area of core values is is so important as far as i'm concerned once you you've defined it you can really yeah leverage it to your benefit and to those around you as well because sometimes the decisions you're making aren't just your own uh, they have a knock-on impact so when i did a bit of reflection on how i kind of worked through this myself and it's a an approach i use in coaching i've identified around seven steps that uh, work for me and this is a hodgepodge uh, an amalgamation even from different approaches that i've picked up along the way and it's just my my perspective and uh, i wanted to share it because it's the start of a new year potentially when you're listening to this and that's always a good time to do some reflection and planning on your own approaches for the year ahead. And I think if you have these in place, you may have more uh, ability to make the right choices and plan out the, the right goals that are in line with your core values. Hopefully that's teeing it up nicely. If you're interested in learning more about it or want to chat to me more about it, do get in touch offline. Um, as I said in the other solo show i just put out it's uh, the time of year when i would love folks to help me extend the reach and now um, as we move into 2019 when i'll be starting a season three of the podcast uh, it'll be great to have some new listeners on board as we ramp that up into 29 all right that's all in one take i'm getting um into a flow today uh which is good uh, sometimes these things can take 10 goes but that's okay as well it's part of the learning i shall leave it there enjoy this 20 minute or so run through of core values i will put a blog post out as well on it if you prefer to read it and as always please feel free to share it with somebody that you know um and hopefully then you will get something of value from it take care and enjoy and this one is 
just a little piece I put together uh, through coaching and through my own journey around core values. What I believe was transformative for me to identify what they were and uh, it's kind of going through some steps as to how you might actually work through that process yourself. So look, I'll just get started. I've identified seven steps for defining uh, your value set and then making them stick. So if you've ever really asked yourself what core values are or what are your own core values, how have you answered that? Is it something you'd get a little confused about when you read the word value? What does it actually mean? Is it something you've been meaning to do for years but actually haven't got round to doing yet? These are the questions I would have faced myself when I started this exercise a number of years ago. I always had an instinctual sense that it was a piece of work that I wanted to do, but there was always something missing when I wasn't clear on what they were. I don't know if it was something in my gut or just in my head. There was a nagging there. So last summer, uh, just to give a bit of story around it, last summer I had the opportunity to present uh, at a kind of a work comms meeting all hands town hall i think we call it sometimes it was part of a three-day event that was all about celebrating the importance of people at work and uh, obviously without people at least for the next few years i'd imagine while we wait for ai and uh, the unstoppable force of bots to take over uh, probably maybe uh, companies will still exist um, with only with people and and technology so i decided to focus the topic of the conversation was around personal values or core values and i wanted to highlight how important they were for individuals to be clear on what they are and for me how uh, very very important for them to be clear on me and talk about my journey so it was a subject i guess i've been fascinated about for quite a while and during the time of my own discovery i had you know, learned a lot and ever since kind of landing on them I've used them heavily to make important decisions. So as I was preparing for the presentation I did a bit of research as I sometimes like to do and identify some facts that I could share to you know make it a little bit more impactful. A few things I learned. Values that you have although you might not be aware of them are pretty much formed from a very young age. Some say in early teens maybe a little bit older. Uh, very much formed unconsciously and as i said people tend to live these values without being aware of it another point i brought up was around a survey uh, that had been taken in a uk number of uk firms for the number of people or employees that had identified their own core values the number that was coming back there the percentage was around 50 percent. so half the people had half the people hadn't i tested that one out when i started the presentation and with the show of hands in the audience, I'd say some were reluctant to bother putting their hands up. But for those that did, it showed that that 50% number was probably even generous. It was probably below that. I wasn't surprised, really. The core value conundrum is certainly tough. Similar to most things around self-development and self-improvement, I believe for you to want to figure that out, you have to want it. And it is something you really have to have a desire for. I definitely found that myself. So I reflected back through my own work as I've done a lot of work on core values over the last couple of years and through coaching that I do. It's something I, I like to, to try and work on with clients when they, they don't really have a clear sense of purpose or, or their value set. And uh, I put together this next number of steps. 
So step one, I'm saying seek first to understand. So yeah, what is a value? So when trying to get a better understanding of a word, uh, what its meaning and context, I like to do a bit of digging around its origin. Its etymology is uh, the meaning of of that. I, so as an aside, I, I think we absorb so many words all the time that we don't really check into what they actually mean. We say a lot of stuff without knowing what we're talking about. I'm very guilty of that myself. I've often used words that sounded good, but maybe not in the right context. So I tend to now look up meanings to uh, understand them and also get a bit of their origin, which is its etymology and for value it's no surprise coming from the latin word valere or valere which means to be of worth so i found that interesting once you know and kind of ponder on it for a minute or two you realize value is of worth so when i'm talking about core values and when i talk to, co- to clients about that i can generally say what's of worth to you what is of value to you and what are the most important values you have Sounds simple when you say it out loud, I get it, but sometimes it can trip people up. So step number two, start with a list. So back to my own story, being honest, when I was in my 20s, this was not on my radar at all. I remember attending some manager training course about uh, 10 or more years ago, and the topic of core values came up. We were given a handout, which was a single page of over 100 words, which were all considered values. We were then asked to review it as homework and whittle that number down to a smaller set that actually meant something to you. So I remember going over it a couple of times and I managed to get down to about 50. Not great. So I did a few more filtering exercises over the next week or so and landed around 15, 20 words. Probably too many to be core values. But at the time, I think I lost interest. It just wasn't sticking. I wasn't really engaged into the exercise. And I think at the time I saw it as something I had to do rather than wanted to do. And definitely now looking back on reflection and knowing what I know now, I just wasn't ready for it. The desire, soul searching, the digging that that required, I just hadn't it in me. So the second step is make sure you have a list. Start with that list. And I have a link in the document that accompanies this where you can identify those links. But you can just search online for core values. So my own value turning point, and this isn't step three, this is just a bit more into the story. As I went through my 30s, I started to figure things out a little bit more about myself and that desire or want started to emerge. Not sure when it started. There's a couple of things that jump out. I remember I've always been in the past and probably still am to a certain extent nervous and afraid of doing public presentations. It's something I don't think we got much exposure to when we were growing up and that's a whole other maybe podcast. But I remember trying to feel that fear and do it anyway. And that's the title of a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. It's one of the first self-help books, if not the first, that I read. And I remember reading that a lot around the time of trying to face the fear of doing more presentations and just knowing that getting up there and doing it was what was going to help. So I started to go on a journey myself to uh, self-improve. Another big moment that came out was around my interest for emotional intelligence or EQ, which is quite popular now a days in the last number of years it's exploded. A guy called Daniel Goleman, he wrote a book around EQ. I think he's regarded as the father of or grandfather of EQ, has a lot of excellent books around it. But I remember reading one of those, spending a lot of time on self-reflection, building self-awareness, things that you can actually develop. 
unlike your iq it's not fixed from a young age eq can be improved so i was going through that journey started to figure out myself in lots of ways and through that self-reflection and work that i was doing i started to figure out the value question and it was niggling so i decided to look at it in a little bit more detail and a few years later i was going through an exercise with an executive coach he was helping me work on certain skills that i needed to develop and help me work towards getting a promotion in the company i work with and and it was a great journey i went on with him one of the things i did bring up was that i wasn't very clear on what my core value set were and it was something that was bugging me something i had failed at identifying in the past thankfully he said that's not really that uncommon a lot of people have a lot of challenges when it comes to figuring out what the core values were and we talked through it not surprisingly he said the starting point and the best way to start is with that list that i had looked at numbers of years previously to try and figure out what that uh, those words on that page mean to me and which ones resonate more than others so uh, this time around i did it again but took a different approach and that really kind of takes me to step three so step three is around going with your gut and being intuitive when you're identifying what these values are and iterating on it so as i said i was in a different place this time round. on the coach's advice i reviewed the list identified an initial set left it for a few days came back to it again narrowed it again tweaked it left it again for a few days and did this over a number of weeks the last time around i was in a training course and i probably had to do it within a couple of days so there wasn't really that much time to let it percolate and let your subconscious figure it out for you this time around there was much more of a time window and wasn't really under that massive amount of pressure to come up with it because it's an important exercise it's something that you should probably take time doing so step three was really about intuitively identifying them and taking time to go back to it tweak it change it and narrow it and that worked quite well for me and it's something i again talk to to clients about and hope that they apply it and have got good feedback on it number four is a step that i actually didn't do myself when i went through my journey but through learning and experience in this area over the last couple of years it's one that i've put in so full disclosure is not one i've used on my own but one that i highly recommend and i would use it every time with, with coaches now so basically this one is phone a friend and it's it's really about asking people close to you in your life if they could give you some feedback on what they think your values are or what are things that are of worth to you i did this in a one session about a year ago uh with a, with a coach e and he was struggling on his own value set and the meaning really what they were and again that's not abnormal so i brought up the idea of how about talking to your partner or your wife about it and ask her what do you think are my values and there was a bit of a light bulb moment there they went home they had a conversation and it certainly helped open that door of what those values were maybe ones that they didn't see the the blind spot that uh most people have in lots of different areas through this there was a bit of a light shined upon it and got some good ideas and good feedback and ones that resonated and equally the ones that they had selected it showed that there was some validity in those and uh, by doing that exercise of sharing and talking through it the value set was much more 
well defined so that's number four phone a friend step five what i say here is that you need to decide and you need to choose and you need then to share so it's important to take the time definitely don't put yourself under too much pressure because it takes a bit of time to get through this you've probably all your life without it so there's no panic in doing it over a couple of weeks but definitely look at putting a deadline on it your left brain sometimes needs to put a date against things to keep you on that straight and narrow and then let your emotions run run wild and see what your intuition throws up but for me in my little journey i was struggling to narrow down to the last five or six and thanks to my coach he evoked some fear in me and put a deadline on it and it worked and basically the example i share here and in talking about this is that when when i met with him after a couple of sessions again and brought down my list and said look i have about 10 he said and he got tough with me here and being a coach you need to be straightforward and you need to have that trust with your with your coachee he said 10 is way too many so he got me to do a visualization a visualization exercise which is uh, very important in in coaching and in any suppose activity you're doing to try and uh, work through a challenge or or get comfortable in a scenario and the one he did was he made me imagine that i was out in the ocean in a rubber dinghy now i'm closing my eyes now and imagining it again and this dinghy was beginning to sink it was just me and the dinghy and my 10 or 12 values these values as i imagined them were like leaden words weighing down the dinghy and water was beginning to get in now my coach didn't know that i have a fear of the open water not a great swimmer would certainly drown in this scenario but he challenged me to get a bit more succinct and get a bit more hardcore on myself with the core values and for whatever reason maybe it was that fear of sinking or drowning and that i was in danger and it connected in me at a visceral level i'm not sure but it certainly helped me focus and offload those five or six that were uh, not really core and uh, eventually very quickly i would say through that exercise i got down to the the five or six that i still have today so this is a simple almost cheesy visualization but it was powerful uh, again not sure what resonated the fear of the water being a poor swimmer all of that stuff mixed in together but it worked and after a short while i was able to get to those five or six and as i said ever since they have been the ones that i've stuck with so number six step number six know the why so once you've landed on those five or six values you've given yourself the deadline you've done a visualization exercise you're there you've talked maybe with somebody else about it and they agree that they're the right ones then i would say go through an exercise of looking at each value and seeing is there a why around it why have you landed on that value is there a backstory can you trace it back to a certain point in your life as to what made it a core value for me after getting through the final six i did spend a bit of time reflecting back and i still do and i kind of enjoy doing this nostalgic in some ways and trying to figure out my why for each one is there a story as i said behind one that you can connect it to that reflecting and time pondering was certainly worthwhile for me for the majority of all of mine not all i could find a reason an origin and a meaning behind it one example that i often talk about when i'm doing this exercise with people is a value that i have of hard work so i 
generally work hard i like to get things done i'd be execution focused i trace this back to my granddad like when i was growing up i was extremely close to him he was probably in his 50s or 60s at the time he was still working and he worked for board namona in ireland that that is an organization that works on the the bogs and which there's lots in ireland so he would have had a hard manual labor job he would have worked there for over 30 years it was tough and I could still remember get him getting up early, going to work on a, a motorbike, coming back in the evening, not complaining, just getting it done. He got the work done, provided for the family, a quiet, a quiet man, I would say an introvert, certainly like myself in lots of ways, and just did it. I guess that through osmosis got into my system, got into my DNA, has always been there, thinking back to say that's one of my core values. It's one that I I live to and and one that I, I like tracing back a story. So so for me that's one that works. Not all of them I can trace back. But the ones that I can, there's a solid reason behind it. And then there's a few that I'm not sure, but they're definitely core because they do something for me. Learning is something I'm passionate about. Human psychology, human potential, all of that good stuff. Doing coaching, the podcasting is 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 what i would title to my value of learning and that's core but not necessarily have a, a perfect little story around it it's the exercise to to work it through and if there's some that resonate that's great but don't feel if you don't have a story it can't be a core value all right step number seven the final one make them visible have them front and center so whether you've got a whiteboard at home or a blackboard if people still have those you probably have post-it notes, you have a phone or a laptop, maybe use the wallpaper, the screens of those to post your values and have them front and center, have them visible. For the first period of time, maybe when you're still getting comfortable with your values, you may not remember them that readily. So have them in eye shot. Over time, they'll become just second nature to recall them. And it's really then when you start making decisions or have things that need a bit of time to look at different perspectives, run them against your core values and see how it stands up and then make the call. Since I landed on my six a few years back, I've kept them very close to me. I do have them written down in lots of different places and I revisit them regularly. And there's no reason why you can't tweak one or two or change it a little bit over time. But generally, they're there and they're solid and if you do the exercise and spend a bit of time on it, you probably don't need to do much tweaking and don't, you know, don't make it more complicated or more challenging than it is. As I said, all the way through this, I do coaching and I find a lot of clients I've worked with are unclear on what their own core value set are. And that's why I put this together. I think uh, an exercise like the one I described with the, the sinking dinghy is a good one there's certainly lots of other methods or approaches you could use to identify what your core values are in the the podcast i generally ask this question and sometimes i get new ways and i'd like to document those as, as to how people can go about it i would say through going through these steps will certainly give you a good guide as to how to land on your own core so just to recap on the seven Number one, seek first to understand what values are all about. Number two, get your list together and start working on that. Number three, go with your gut, let it simmer, iterate over a number of weeks and whittle that down to your core set. Number four, don't be afraid to phone a friend or ask somebody that you trust what they think your values are. Number five, put a deadline on it without a target 
you're going to be aimless so put some endpoint to come up with them and maybe look at a a tool or technique like the the sinking dinghy that could help you get there number six once you've got your core values take some time to reflect on them is there a story behind them or do they just resonate for whatever reason that's good too and number seven make them visible put them on front of you on a regular basis so that they start to stick and that they become part of you and that's the seven so that's my story i said i'd like to just give something back i hope you enjoyed the journey through the last 20 so minutes the summary was useful i hope and it's something that you can apply i really enjoyed talking through this i'd love to hear feedback i'd love to hear anything you've got to add or any other things that i could do better and have a great have a great day and keep me posted thank you good luck so how did you find it a good show hopefully do take a second or two to let me know and before you do dive off just a couple of quick call outs the new podcast the 864 15 minutes long in fact 864 seconds is the aspiration is now out and ready for listening check it out on the site go to the podcast page there's a link for 864 there or go on to apple podcasts and subscribe that would be awesome the 864 is all you have to search for and it's in all other podcast platforms that you can think of or should be so have a listen every week i release a one minute monday video clip which is also a tip to hopefully make you one percent better check that out it's on the website on the video page did you also know that only about one percent of listeners to podcasts not just my own but all leave a rating leave a review get in touch or give feedback and i would love if we could book that trend and put it to two percent for this one so please do take the time to give me a bit of feedback give me some ideas about future guests or whatever the hell comes into mind just get in touch or rate or review the podcast on apple that helps i'm available at all of the social platforms pretty much all at rob of the green that's either with or without the at sign but you'll find it under that moniker so hopefully i'll hear from you there last couple of quick ones support so i do offer some pro bono coaching get onto the website the support page to get in touch few hours a month happy to do that and if you would like to support the podcast that would be awesome you can do so through patreon and also through purchasing books through the book page on the website that goes through amazon and we get a little percentage i'm not even sure what but it's something and finally just to say thanks for taking the time to listen to the podcast i know there's lots of other shows out there it means a lot that you're checking this one out so have a great rest of day week month year whatever it may be and Hopefully you're getting 1% better as a result of these shows. Take care and good luck.